0: actually want to do deep down but you're just so busy not letting go that there's a, uh, a a leaf that looks like a swastika on one of the murals in the denver airport you know
1: i have i have bad news yeah you were not being recorded until just now <laughs> <laughs> that's how fucked yeah, up right. i am space is open to us now and our eagerness to share its meaning is not governed by the efforts of others. We go into space because whatever mankind must undertake, free men must fully share. That's the first that's the first time we've ever done the podcast where I am not checking your levels at the start of the show. So, we're gonna have to that's start fine, over. That's fine. That's fine. I apologize we, for my hey, unprofessionalism.
0: That's okay. this This entire podcast is not even professional at all. So we're we're having fun. Remember?
1: That's true. I we're we're so professional. What do you mean? Okay, okay. we're
0: pro, we're we're we behave professionally. Yeah. But uh, this is not our profession. So. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, exactly. Not yet. Not we, yet. we will soon be professional podcasters.
1: yeah yeah i'm gonna buy like a a golden mic and not like have it behind me like just over my shoulder when i'm talking you know when i start a video i'm like what's up guys before we get started here's my youtube play button only 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 five percent of my viewers are actually subscribers guys we gotta do something about this Yeah,
0: I don't know who isn't subscribed right now watching, but if you are listening right now, you definitely need to subscribe.
1: (laughs) Motherfucker gets like a million views per video and is still saying that. So anyways, um, let's start over, uh, because we kind of have to, because you weren't getting picked up. I I do apologize, that's not going to be a thing, that's a habit. But I guess I could actually say the thing I was going to say at the end That was going to clip. I could just, we could do this in chronological order now. Okay. So. This is a blessing in disguise. Kind of. Yeah. Well, we're adaptable. It was only like 15 minutes worth of show. So luckily I did, I had enough awareness to remember like, oh, I didn't look. Let me do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. So this week has been one of the best weeks of my life ever. Your boy is officially a producer at StoryDAO.
0: Yeah, bitch. That's what's up, nigga. That's wicked.
1: It's like I I know you have no idea what StoryDAO is, but anyone that's following crypto is going to know very soon. So their their process was like they they just launched this whole thing. I don't even, it's so hard to explain what StoryDAO is. I made a fucking channel in the server explaining it and I still don't, like DAOs are confusing to me. I don't know why, but my brain can't comprehend it. But basically, uh, StoryDAO is a Web3 crypto project where basically we're gonna be working on creative content, but instead of it just being like the writers and showrunners making choices, it's community driven. So the whole community gets a say and, like, a vote in things. And from what I understand, like, like there was, like, thousands of applications, and they only picked 300 people, and there were people applying. Like, I saw people saying, like, oh, I'm a, I used to do uh, writing for Netflix, and another guy's like, oh, I'm a New York Times bestseller. And one of the founders is married to the woman that's the producer for the boys on fucking Amazon. Like... These are established, established people. And then I am an art school dropout that worked night shift at Walmart for seven years. And when I talk about my creative stuff, I'm like, oh, yeah. So I made her hair pink because I think it looks really cool. (laughs) And that that was my whole narrative thought process. So I was like, I'm clearly not going to get it, but you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So... Fuck it! I might as well put in an application and tell them about me and you know my creative story, and then they fucking picked me.
0: There you go. I, they, must like, have, they must have sensed your um, your overwhelming capacity for changing the the hair color of your characters.
1: <laughs> Turns out the person going over the applications really liked the color pink, so I, I just <laughs> slipped right in. But they're like a synchronicity. Whoa! It's Bro, it's crazy, because, like, I get... So, first of all, I can't... I had to sign an NDA, so I can't say a lot. But, first of the fact that I even now am a person that says that sentence is kind of like... Like, what happened? Who am I now? This is... <laughs> I've been... I've been eating cheese nips and playing Smash Brothers for a good portion of the past few years. And now this is happening. But... I get, like, when when they do, like, live screenings in, like, California or New York City or whatever, I get, like, VIP access because I'm a staff member. Like, I can just go. I get, like, whenever we make stuff and, like, because it's going to be, like, NFTs and Web3 and all these different things and other people have to pay, I just get it because I'm part of staff. Like, I get, like, all these fucking perks and it's insane. And everything we make my name is going to be on the list of credits as a producer. There you go. I like, yeah, I, 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 my brain, I went from like, uh, I went from, uh, imposter syndrome. I was going through that for a few days. Cause it just, it felt, it really felt like, Oh no, I tricked them into thinking I'm qualified for this position. How did I do that? This is terrible. Mm-hmm. I went from that to realizing like I've, Like, I've had enough people tell me that I'm creative and interesting. Like, out of all the people in this server, we have at least 30. Like, I'm about to kick everyone who's not, like, active in two weeks. Out of 150, 160, there's at least 30 people that went and got the role because they're like, oh, I'm not really into crypto, but what you're doing is interesting. So I'd I'd like to stay around. So I'm just starting to realize, like, there's got to be something about me that I'm not seeing because of my own stuff I have to work through. So that imposter syndrome thing is starting to melt away. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: It 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 will. The more that you that you get involved in stuff like this. So.
1: Yeah. It's it's so fucking exciting. And then, and then, if that wasn't enough, so you remember how I was saying like, oh, I turned like a few hundred into a few thousand in crypto. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I mean this to whoever is listening to this. Don't do what I'm about to say that I did. Don't do this. Don't do this. It's reckless. There's a high probability you will get wrecked. I did what the kids would call a YOLO, which is I took all of my earnings and I put it into one thing and it's doing pretty well. And it's it's today's only the second day of the token. I I follow a, a crypto whale named B Roots, and my strategy kind of is like I follow him like a guppy. I realize is what I'm gonna start doing, where, you know, he's a crypto millionaire, and when he tweets like, "Hey, I- I'm like I'm pretty excited about this token. I'm loving it," within like a day or two, that thing takes off. So. He, he tweeted that yesterday, and I put everything into it. And, like, an hour before us recording, like, it, it dipped a little bit. And I was like, oh, man, this kind of sucks. Oh, well. I'm not going to panic sell. And for the past hour, I have been watching thousands and thousands of dollars get funneled into this token. It's called... Mm-hmm. What is it? I don't even really under <laughs> I don't even understand what the hell I bought, Connor. <laughs> like what is this? <laughs> what did I what did I put all of my money into? See what I mean? Don't do that. That's bad. So it it's called uh uh Pulse Pulse Floki. It's pretty cool. I like I like the community. I like the aesthetic. Apparently they were going to announce the utility in the next week it's it's insane and it's like right now what's what's the price it's at okay right now the price is at 58 cents so at the, it dropped down to 43 cents and then it went all the way up to 67 and now it's like leveling out at a little bit under 60. so I'm like doing research to get ready for the show, I'm looking up like Denver International Airport stuff, (laughs) and then I'm just seeing, bye, 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 I'm like, I can't think straight right now. I'm like, looking up about how the fucking horse has weird veins on its asshole, and like the head fell off and killed the guy making it, and they might have like torture chambers underneath the airport. And I'm just watching the funny green line go up higher and higher. So between that and I'm going to get like into all this stuff next episode. So next episode, I'm going to talk like full in depth about StoryDow, about Paul's Floki. I'm going to talk about logo synthesis because I had a radical internal shift about my relationship with money and abundance where I realized me getting nervous About my investments because things aren't going my way is not because like the universe like oh it's so hard for me and the universe isn't cutting me slack it's I'm I'm investing and then holding on for dear life instead of taking profits because of my own uh, childhood wounds and it's actually making me a bad investor because I'm not taking profits and I just I could see like oh no the universe is not against me I'm just getting in my own way because I, I need to grow up in this part of my life. And it felt so amazing to feel that while I was doing deliveries yesterday. So it's another big reason why I want to talk about logosynthesis, because it's such, a, it's such a radical shift on your internal world, and it really has a radical effect on how you receive reality and like how, how you and reality like touch one another, because that's what your physical body is. Your physical body is your soul and physical reality, touching. And I like it's and then the next day I'm 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 making a bunch of money. So <laughs> hey, it works. So that's been my week, but we're not here to talk about all that. We're here to talk about spoopy airports and the goddamn Illuminati. Rub it in, in your face. Clears. Yeah.
0: Clear. If if a giant Um, if a giant blue red-eyed horse with a giant horse cock isn't in your face enough, then you might need glasses. Does, does it have a giant horse cock? It does. And Uh, people, people were trying to, they were like, I don't like the horse cock. And you, you're driving like maybe like 800 meters away from it. Like. You have to get some binoculars in order to get a good look at it. Your your son in the back seat is not going to be looking at the horse cock. Okay.
1: I'm uh, I'm looking up the evidence now. Give me one second. Let me see. Zoom in. We enhance. have to
0: have the empirical data to prove.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh man, I know what this episode's thumbnail is gonna be. Uh that's a nice cock. I like it. There it is. There it is. It's not bad. Right. It's hard not to. I mean,
0: it's th- this this horse, nicknamed Blue
1: Oh my god! Is,
0: a, <laughs> is is a genuine work of art. Like I did as much research as I could about both, like pretty much just the art in this place because it's pretty cool. I mean. Because we're talking about the New World Order and um, scary things like that, a lot of people see these works of art and they think that they are super bad or they are, uh, they're indicative of something bad to happen. Mm-hmm. But I don't see it like that. Um,
1: no, I mean, look, I, I forgot its name is Lucifer. That's not helping. There, there is a <laughs> lot to mine. Like, if you want to believe, like, oh, it's, like, the Illuminati's playground here and they're rubbing in our face, stuff like that definitely is going to help your argument, but mm-hmm. not, not to get too ahead of ourselves, but, yeah, I don't really think... I don't think things are as evil as they'd like us to believe, and I don't want to make this show lowbrow, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: some hero took a... Like, you know how in porn... They have that camera angle that most people hate where it's, you just see the guy's balls. I can't say that I do, but go on. So someone took like that angle and this horse does have a giant red, like it's a blue horse, hence the name, but it's got like a giant red ball sack with red veins, like coming up like it's, it's butt cheeks. And then it has a puckering ass for some reason
0: giant red LED lights that are on all the time by the way, even during the day.
1: Why? Why Why did they do that though? Is this some type of Kundalini thing that we're not getting?
0: Well, okay, it's a lot more simple than that. Well, I say simple. From what I understand, there are two reasons why the eyes are red. And this is coming from the artist itself who created the, the Blucifer, which the real name is just called the Mustang, but that isn't very catchy i'm just going to continue calling it lucifer which is i think is kind of entirely disrespectful but i'm going to do it anyways because this guy's dead the guy who created it's dead like you said but his name is it's very dead jimenez jimenez and he was i'll just get into his his passing but he was working on the horse and a piece of it had fallen and had pinned him to like a steel support and it, it had cut a critical artery in his leg um and he died. Uh so people ran with that and they were like, Oh my god, the horse the Blucifer killed him and I was and it's like, yeah, that's that's pretty creepy. But the the red eyes, he mentioned that it was sort of an homage to his father, who had worked in neon lights. Or not neon lights but like big signs and light lighted up signs and to go along with the blue and the super big veins and muscles and the eyes is that it actually goes back to a Colorado not I don't think it's a folk tale but it's like a legend a Colorado legend of a mountain horse a horse within the mountains (laughs) and it had a blue coat with red eyes a coincidence I don't think so and it was considered to be like the leader of all of the horses in Colorado. It was like the god of horses. And it would always lead packs of horses to water and food and it would act as like a guardian for them. And it also was able to fly, which was weird. It doesn't have wings, but this horse the more is
1: like Mary Sue, Jesus. What else can it do? <laughs> it is
0: a Mary Sue. Um but I get the flying part because it kind of sounds like a spirit to me and like angels who are depicted with wings um, because they can can be in a lot of different places Mm -hmm. at once or like over large distances and people just thought these guys move really fast so they must be flying everywhere so we give them wings so this horse can fly and it's a spirit and it's a guardian and when I learned about this legend, I was like, "Yeah, that makes so much sense for them to put this horse in front of this airport to be like, you know, a guardian of it, and to emphasize the attributes of what they want the airport to be." Not to mention that um, horses, you know, back in the back in the Western days, those were like the best modes of transportation over long distances sustainably. You know, you Mm -hmm. didn't need to, you could just continue all day and then rest during the night. And the modern version of that today is the airplane. Yeah. So it's kind of a parallel. Also, it's it's Denver, like Denver Broncos. Exactly. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of parallels. But when, you know, Karen drives down the street with her two kids in the back and she sees that she's going to just say, it's satanic because it has a penis and veins and red eyes.
1: <laughs> well, I guess after I smoke weed, I'm satanic, huh?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do your eyes glow red when you smoke weed?
1: Uh, only only if it's that good shit. So I just realized, like, halfway through while you were talking, I was, like, really into it, but I still had the picture up, and I was like, I got to get this fucking this picture of this horse's uh-huh. balls and asshole off my of screen, <laughs> and I'm starting to, like, get pulled in. So... <laughs> it's it's hypnotizing so it is alluring <laughs> it, it is it's it's just so inviting so i i will like i think it looks really cool and like from what i could see the guy that made it he was Mayan right like Mayan or something like that
0: i believe, I believe so yeah
1: so he wasn't white yeah he was he was not a uh man of the caucasian persuasion so he definitely is aware of Uh, like alternative viewpoints on like the nature of reality so I'd imagine just that type of like like expanded consciousness that he has it's gonna influence his artistic ability because how could it not it happens to people like you and me so it's gonna be a bit more eccentric and eye-catching and provocative than what would be normal and fit in with the American dream of you know the nuclear family you said provocative and I thought that was interesting because he was he
0: he had said like quoted that he he creates art to provoke. Oh. He creates provocative art. So you kind of hit it
1: on the head of the nail. Yeah, I mean I look at those balls. That's provocative. It,
0: yeah. And and just the internet's response to it is like proof enough that like it has provoked a lot of strong emotions from people who look at it i mean even me like i don't consider myself a connoisseur of art but i can look at that horse and i can see all of the aspects of it and think wow that is like there's a really like you get the impression of it and you and it's very clear because all of the features are defined so strongly
1: yeah it's iconic like i don't even care like even if you know, it's New World Order Illuminati stuff. Like, all right, so the New World Order has some good taste in art. Like, what do you want from me? It looks really fucking synthwave and cyberpunk, and I really, really like... You could take this blue horse this, with red veins and red glowing eyes that never turn off, which is so eccentric, and you could put that over, like, some synthwave, like, grid lines and, like, a galactic background... With red lasers coming out of its eyes, like dude, that'd be such a cool album cover. Come on now, you know the Denver. I
0: don't, I don't know if it's on the website, but um, I mentioned this in the previous recording of this episode because uh, we had a, a little bit of technical difficulties. But uh, we had talked about how the Denver airport is kind of playing along with the with all the conspiracy theories about it. And it's got images of like aliens and uh, like underground bunkers and tunnels and just a bunch of wacky stuff like Illuminati's on all of the like construction areas because they're expanding here right now. And oh, man, I just totally forgot
1: why I brought that up. Well, you're bringing up that like they're leaning into the conspiratorial narrative.
0: Oh, there was a reason. Oh, the horse lasers. They. (laughs) lasers coming there they have depicted the blucifer with lasers coming out of its eyes okay see and this I is thought that was the funniest shit
1: yeah and this is you know i said this in the recording that didn't pick you up if if guys like you and me were running this airport because we got like really rich off of a doggy coin and we had the money to do so and people were saying all these things about like oh my god it's so satanic like you would kind of want to fucking like do that like i'm looking at it right now and it's so it's it's got a pretty like dark blue or dark purple i'm colorblind so i can't tell the difference like cloudy background with like a wasteland for the floor so it just looks like a nuke went off and mm-hmm. it says uh, oh it's got and it's got the horse right the bluesifer with the red lasers coming out of his eyes like you said and it says are we creating a world's greatest airport we're preparing for the end of the world <laughs> Oh my god (laughs) oh my god
0: (laughs) well it is one of the like main conspiracy theories is that you know during an apocalyptic event um the denver airport is going to utilize all of the underground bunkers and tunnels to house all of the um you know all of the elites and the political slash economic important figures of today's age they're going to Hold him out there, and that blue horse is gonna. <laughs> the blue horse is gonna fire on all the ghouls that come up. <laughs> it's gonna protect protect the borders. Hey, smooth skin.
1: Let me in your <laughs> airport.
0: <laughs> let me in.
1: Yeah. Watch for the Lucifer. You got any caps? <laughs> got any caps? <laughs> I'm looking at I. So I didn't know how big this horse was. This horse is huge. Like two, three. It would take like five grown men standing like shul- on top of each other's shoulders to be like the height of this horse.
0: Really? Yeah,
1: it's giant.
0: I thought. Oh, you know what? You're right. Yeah, I was thinking it was taller, but now that now that um, I just pulled up an image, and yeah, it, it does look about that height. It looks absolutely massive. I don't think cameras really give it justice. Um, it it when her, uh, Jimenez said that it's you know to provoke it really does it's really imposing and with all you know all of the the veins and the and the butthole and the <laughs> eyes you know it's all it's all very imposing
1: it is it's like especially because like how many people are going to see it's it's ass like that's that's for a select few that he really he really thought well, of like every perspective
0: yeah uh the people who are leaving yeah they would see it <laughs> If you know, if they if they dare peer into that sacred eye.
1: <laughs> That's I've seen I've seen conspiracy people that no. like just hate yes, that hate meditation and chakras and like what we do and think we're being you know, I think uh, New Age spirituality is uh Illuminati Psyop. They say mm-hmm. that the third eye is actually your ass and to open it is to get raped by the Illuminati isn't that fun
0: that is, that is yeah no that is, that's that might be something that you find on like the deep end of like Reddit or 4chan or something
1: I would I would
0: not like to involve myself with people
1: like that it definitely they have more subscribers than you'd imagine and I for real <laughs> needed to like detox my brain after watching a few of those videos like I actually felt it affect like me, throughout the day. Not because I believed it, but just because now my brain has to bounce it around for a fucking, for a few hours to, like, make sense of it.
0: Like the spiritual version of Andrew
1: Tate. Who the hell is Andrew Tate? Uh, that's for another episode. <laughs> Ooh, ominous. Andrew um, Tate. More about this horse. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> he's, I think he's, like, in UFC or something. But he's like a, he's like a, he's like a really bad misogynist. And he's like, he's like, okay, so now this is getting really off topic, but in the incel community, there's like, there's like people who coach other incels on like how to get laid. And well, how does that work? You're,
1: you're, you're in this trench. Exactly. It doesn't,
0: it doesn't, it's, 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 it's. it's weak incels and there's strong incels, and the strong incels <laughs> give horrible advice
1: to the weak incels, and never break eye contact up because... ever. Even right. when she looks away, you walk around and look at her again. Right, and I'm
0: bringing this up because I'm I'm kind of trying to elude that Andrew Tate is like the strong incel, and he's like he's like gathering up everyone in like Twitter and TikTok and like all these other social media places. And he's gathering up all these weak incels and he's giving them horrible advice on how to, you know, talk with women. And it's like, it's so, it's, it's bad. But
1: I forgot why we got onto this topic, but... Um, Wait, I have, I have my hot take on how to talk to women. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, go for it. Okay, just talk to them instead of like, oh my god, I'm talking to a woman. Just talk to them without thinking about it like you would with any other guy there we go now now with that advice i'm gonna get my first kiss crazy i know it's really weird when you talk to uh, a woman not like as if she's some type of fucking like stray cat you have to trick into coming into your house with you <laughs> if you just treat her like you know an individual you know they'll usually warm up to that my experience but what do i know I heard cat food works pretty good, too. Yeah, I just throw cat food in the women's face. It hasn't worked yet, but it's a numbers game. The stinkier, the better. Yeah, maybe I should stop using the hard cat food.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need, like, a, the delightful feast or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never go cheap on a date. So, <laughs> back to the end of the world, question mark? Yeah,
0: uh, the Freemasons, definitely a part of that. The there's there is a Freemason capstone, I think that's what it's called, mm-hmm. in the Denver airport. And of course, as soon as people see the, the Freemason logo, they absolutely shit their pants and they're like, "Oh my god!" It, it's it's like when they when, it's like if you're playing a video game and there's like, you know, there's like an obvious puzzle. They see a Freemason and they're like, "Oh my god!" There's like obviously some sort of hidden number somewhere that like unlocks the security door nearby that will lead me to the underground bunker and I can fucking free all the aliens yeah it's like like that's where these minds go to
1: it's like if you're playing a video game and when it first starts up you see EA games as like you know one of the fucking companies that worked on you're like oh my god we have to leave now immediately
0: yeah there's a lot of attachment that we put onto the Freemasons and so obviously when people see the Freemason capstone It feeds the conspiracy. Um, How much, don't really know, because I've heard that there are, like, dozens and dozens of other buildings around the area um, that also have Freemason capstones, because they're buildings that were built, and Masons built things, so I feel like it's just, like, an honor thing. Um, Mm -hmm. But what I thought was interesting was that the year on the capstone is 1994, and that adds up to 33 if you add all those numbers together oh boy and that number represents the highest honor and rank a freemason can receive yep that's a pretty interesting yeah uh coincidence if you ask me
1: oh yeah i look i think freemasons get up to a lot of fuck shit i think they do a lot of magic whether it's it's dark neutral or light i don't know i've talked to people that know a lot about freemasons has talked to a person who knew a person like they were very close the guy like the God, how do i explain this Talked to a guy and that guy was close to someone who was a freemason and was told some pretty fucked up stuff and especially these days is a very level-headed uh like you know type of guy he's into conspiracies and everything but He's definitely, like, very grounded. And even he was like, no, that's... These people are... I can't wait till they're no longer a thing type of perspective. So I definitely think they're dangerous and prominent. They're capable. Yeah, they're capable, and they're around more than you think. But I just... I don't think it's healthy to fucking flip your tits every time you see a Freemason logo on a building
0: right um it it, I kind of want to tie this in with the the Lucifer or the Mustang because as we just spoke about the the art isn't really what people see they just see what's around the art in their mind um this wonderful quote that I found off of YouTube so (laughs) it's you know it's a YouTube comment, but I thought it was really nice. It was from a user named Ibob, and it said, Hi, Bob. he said, great, hey, what's up, Bob? Uh, <laughs> great out. art is is meant to get into your head, but Oof. where it goes from there is not under your control, is not under the control of the artist. And mm-hmm. so when people see the Freemasons, they see, you know, whatever it triggers in their mind but that isn't really indicative of what the freemasons actually are i have seen people talk about how they've infiltrated the masons right and that's what they say at first they're like i'm gonna infiltrate because they think it's some sort of big like heist or something or they're gonna get something some really critical information but they find out they find out that it's just a bunch of old people sending chain emails to each other and having breakfast, like, three times a week together. Well, like,
1: how how high uh, up did they get? Because I've, like I said, Mario! I've talked to people who have gotten pretty high up and experienced some pretty dark stuff and decided, like, oh, I have to, like, quietly leave because I, <laughs> I thought we were just a bunch of old people sending chain emails to each other.
0: Right. There are different levels, and every lodge is going to be different. So... You know, like I said, Masons have, uh, you know, could have access to a lot of different capabilities, but not every lodge will do the same thing. Of course, they're all under the same, you know, umbrella, so they all do similar things. But um, like you said, the the person that I just described definitely in a lower caste than the others because they just joined and they're just dicking around. But you know, the ones that you have known about probably way bigger and did more stuff so it really just depends on the lodge itself and because it's all secret society it you know you don't know which lodge is up to what
1: yeah you don't get virgin sacrifice until you've prestige at least twice in freemasonry
0: (laughs) yeah exactly i I wanted to bring up i don't know why i got onto this but or no i do know exactly why i got onto this as I was uh, doing research, I I knew this a while ago, but it, it came up on the website that I was on that there's a Freemason Lodge like right next to my house. I live right next to my town's main street and the lodge is on the main street. And so I looked at the website that they have and there was a scholarship application that you could add, that you could submit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I looked at the application and it was pretty normal. You know, it just asked for like, you know, your grades, your SAT scores, uh, your address and stuff like that. But then there was one question that, like, made me stop in my tracks. Do you want to try and guess what it was?
1: Uh, how okay are you with uh, causing, uh, inflicting pain on others?
0: You would not run a very good secret society, I tell you what. I like to be upfront. <laughs> I did tell you to guess, and it would, it, you know. But it was, do you believe in a supreme being? Oh, well,
1: yeah,
0: I mean, it does make sense because, you know, it's the Freemasons, but at the, but on the other end, it's like, it's an application process. It's a, it's a, not an application, it's a scholarship application. These, these people who are applying for this aren't even joining to be a Freemason. So why does it matter whether they believe in a Supreme being or not? Right. Mm. Which leads me to think that they really only want to support people who believe in God, which, you know, they're a private organization, they can do that, you know, but on the other hand, it's like, well, if they are involved with like a new world order and stuff, could this be sort of like a religious eugenics where they only allow people who believe in what they believe in to get a higher education and all the people that don't believe in what they believe in get left uneducated and become like serfs in the new world order. Oh,
1: yeah. I, I believe we're systematically, like, they're systematically trying to, like, tiptoe us in that direction more and more with all this different stuff that's coming out with propaganda and all that. I, I kind of, that makes me think about the whole, what, what is, like, NPC that some spiritual people believe in and like 4chan and stuff where i don't i don't believe in like npcs or soulless beings but i do believe like to simplify it i believe you want to keep it extremely black and white and binary even though it's more nuanced than this you have people who are uh fully in the matrix and then you have people that at the very least are aware that like oh i'm i'm in like the matrix right now and, you know, that goes in its own degrees. It's, everyone thinks they're Neo, but it's, you know, mm-hmm. if, if you're walking around thinking like, no, I'm completely awake. and like oh, I know Kung Fu. You're probably more <laughs> fucking in the pod than you might realize. But I wonder if that's a type of thing where it's like, if you're so, if you're so like checked out of your like heart space and your intuition, and if, if you're so asleep at the wheel, that you just think this is all happenstance because of some molecules exploding, and now we're just accidentally a mistake flying through space. We don't have any interest in helping you for whatever reason. I don't know. But it just kind of makes me think that type of thing where they will go to that extreme where they're just like, oh, you're an atheist? Good luck, kid. Yeah,
0: something that... that You just, you just reminded me of, and that what I'm about to say makes me think about the same thing that you're talking about, which is uh, an eclipse, right? The moon is the exact size for us to, like, look up at it and for it to completely cover up the size of the sun from our perspective on Earth. Like, it perfectly lines up.
1: Okay, can can we talk about this for the next five hours? Because this is something I've tried to explain <laughs> to people that are asleep at the wheel as, like, the thing. Because that was when I was first, like, waking up. I really, like, that was one of the first things on my way to, like, starting my awakening. I was just like, wait, that is fucked up and doesn't make any sense. And, like, if you, if you go over, like, the logistics of how just not statistically feasible something like that is. Like that's so unlikely. And Mm -hmm. I've I've tried explaining it to people. I'm like, "No, no no no, you don't understand. Like the moon should either be like further away or closer or smaller or bigger. But it is at the right spot and the right size so that it perfectly eclipses the sun. And they just go like, mm-hmm. "Well, yeah, it like as if I'm an idiot." They they would go like, "Well, yeah, it perfectly eclipses the sun because it is the right size and at the right spot." Like, "Duh!" I'm like, "No, no." <laughs> but why? <laughs> but why? <laughs> <laughs> but why? <laughs> because God, source, reality, whatever you want to call it, is an artist, and it likes to make beautiful art. That's why. Yeah, I saw I saw a bird
0: in my backyard, and I was like, "That was a." beautiful fucking bird
1: isn't it isn't it crazy when you have those moments sometimes i had that with an orange once where one day i was just peeling an (laughs) orange for real i wasn't even high or anything i was just peeling it and it just suddenly blew my mind that like it's it's colorful so it's easy for my eyes to pinpoint it in the wild it has this protective layer around it so it doesn't get harmed by the elements or bugs and that protective layer is easy enough for me to just peel it off with my bare hands and then it's full of nutrients I need and tastes delicious. So I have an incentive to want to eat it. And it was just blowing my mind. I was like, and I just take this for granted because it always existed. But this is just more proof that whatever is creating this reality is a beautiful artist and knows exactly what it's doing. Well, did you know that
0: um, if you stab an orange, oh no, it, it, it feels oh. nearly identical to what it would feel like to stab a person?
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say it feels really bad about it. (laughs) I mean, yeah, if I stabbed an orange, I would feel bad. (laughs) Orange is like, why are you doing this? My protective (laughs) lair. Protective, my protective God-given layer. (laughs) (laughs) No, this isn't protective at all. So, I did not. Have you tested this? God, I am not going to stab an orange. Well, how many people did you at least stab? I okay.
0: I read it on the internet. Okay.
1: <laughs> wow, this feels just like an orange.
0: And <laughs> I'm like, I can totally see how that may, how that may. Uh, it's kind of like the carrot thing where people are like, you know, you can bite through your finger as easily as you bite through a baby carrot. And I'm huh. like, okay, sure, I'll believe that, but I'm not gonna test it. Nope. No one's gonna test it.
1: I I. Mm. I wonder how many ba- baby carrots Freemasons have uh, bitten and oranges have oh, yeah, stabbed.
0: Yeah, every... See, that's the thing. You, you think of a Freemason, and some people just think of them... They It triggers all of the really gross shit in their head, and they're like, oh, yeah, they must do that. Which, to be fair, the people that you were in contact with, um, they've experienced some pretty heinous shit. And like I said in the other recording of this episode we're all human still so we're we're all capable of good and evil even a freemason a freemason can do the most honorable most holy shit that you could ever see and then another one can go do some absolutely horrendous shit yeah and you you want to lump them up into the same category just because they have they're under the same organization yeah there's some there's some basis there but at the end of the day we all have to remain open-minded that these organizations are made up of individuals and as individuals, we all have free will.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I definitely like, I don't think all Freemasons are just sitting around drinking blood all day, but I also don't think they're like all Freemasons are just building cool shit. I think it is. It's nuanced. Like you're talking about, but I, I do believe certain institutions and groups and organizations have their own individual vibrational field and like energetic pulse especially Mm -hmm. when you're talking about these esoteric secret societies and mystery like i go to a mystery school so i i could feel the consciousness of this school and its teachings by just experiencing just a little bit of it and i just like i was like "Mm, this is delicious and i just cannonballed into it now i'm learning about non-duality and uh you know the kabbalah and quantum fields and like timeline healing stuff and it's it's incredible you know
0: when you first brought up sorry what i just want to say this really quick when you first brought up mystery school i i thought it had another name but because you couldn't say it you were just calling it mystery school like oh yeah i go to the mystery school like i can't tell you but I go to the mystery school. <laughs> I was like, no. that is so cool. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, it's just called the mystery school.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, the, 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 the name of the school is a society of souls. So, you know, I, I go to the school and I, I learn about different layers of reality and these, these uh, esoteric teachings and it shifts my consciousness and my internal world. And it's had a radical effect on me and my relationship with the nature of reality And this school and these teachings, like they ping out this type of energy. And I'm not saying every Freemason is a bad person, but I am saying that Freemasons ping out an energy that I don't like. As like Mm -hmm. Freemasons as a whole, I'm sure there's plenty of great people in it that do great things for their community. But I just have a feeling that the deeper to the core I get, the darker shit's gonna be and after some of the stuff joe biden told me who again is a very level-headed guy who doesn't really get lost in these conspiracies anymore if he tells me that yeah it's some fucked up shit going on there I'd, i'd steer clear if i were you i i take that so i don't i'm not saying throw a brick at a freemason but i don't like it it's kind of like uh when you watch when you watch like the olympics like musical ceremony and for whatever reason they just have like hospital beds and people dancing and collapsing as if they're dying and they have like the grim reaper come out and like it's just like yeah it's creative (laughs) it's esoteric it's It's artistic and all that, but there's something else going on here. Same thing with, like, the CERN. Every time they activate a new CERN device, they do a whole dance. I believe they're moving energy before they open up this interdimensional portal and start slapping particles together. So it's just that same type of, like, "Mm, you guys are doing something, and it's it's more than just what we're doing, you know?
0: Yeah, it's like when CERN activates another... Uh, particle accelerator eventually it's gonna like eventually they're gonna uh, turn on the last one and then Lucifer is gonna like come come alive and it's gonna be like the fourth horse of the apocalypse
1: oh man I dude I'm all for that that's so badass <laughs> Jesus and there's See, like,
0: with, like <laughs> we say it, and we're like oh dude that would be so cool but <laughs> if we're the? in a situation we'd be like burning alive and like <laughs> eternal suffering but like it just looks cool, so we're like, Oh, this sucks, but like I love the aesthetic. <laughs>
1: yeah, like just think about it, like Blucifer just starts like flying through the sky and there's like some synth metal just fucking going into high gear like Dragon Force and it's just like the sky is opening up and it's just Look, all I'm saying is if there's gonna be an Armageddon, I would prefer that over just like a fucking tidal wave killing me.
0: See you say you say Lucifer flying with like synth metal in the background. Yeah, oh, but I yeah. feel like I feel like if the fourth horse of the apocalypse was flying through the air and it looked like that, I think the the music behind it would sound like clogged toilets, like a thousand clogged toilets <laughs> flushing what? and like metal scraping up against metal. Like that's what it would sound like to me.
1: Oh, that's I'd rather have the title wave. That's terrible. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the worst psychological
0: warfare you could have like you couldn't sleep it would just be constant like gurgle bubbling and oh dude i shouldn't have even said that now i'm gonna have dreams about that oh
1: man well if enough people listen to this we could manifest it
0: yeah let's let's manifest flying
1: blucifer so let's talk about the resident evil hive that exists underneath the denver international airport in theory what do you have on it so from what I understand, they just kept digging and might have like over dug because like, overdug, cause they're like they're, they did what you were talking about. Like they went over budget and over schedule and they're still working on this airport to this day. But apparently like they built a luggage system that was really advanced and people conspiracy people look at it and go like, oh, it looks like you could fit bodies in there. Like it's gonna be some type of FEMA camp disguised as a luggage system and they don't use it anymore because it just wasn't very cost-effective, which a, a lot of the construction of this airport is. And then it wasn't well thought out, so they had to do this instead. Like, that happens many times here. And, like, they had people, they had, like, subcontractors who would work on a part of this, especially this, like, underground portion. And, but they would only do a part and then get fired, and then they bring a new group of workers in, and they would only do a part and then get fired. And uh, something similar happens in uh, Better Call Saul. And if you, if you want something to stay a secret, you don't let the people building it build the entire thing. So it, it does like lean to that conspiracy, but I like, I always like to stay in the perspective of, I don't know. I don't know if, if fucking, I don't know if Freemasons are doing fucked up stuff. I just feel like they are. So I'd rather stay away from them. I don't know Mm -hmm. if this fucking airport is a FEMA camp. But there are things that lean towards it. Like, yeah, we made this luggage system, (laughs) and we don't use it anymore. Yeah, we could fit bodies in here, but come on, guys, we wouldn't do that. But they just have, like, layers of... Straightly logic. (laughs) I mean, logically speaking, you could fit bodies into these conveyor belts if you needed to. Why you would be bringing bodies all the way to the Denver International Airport... I don't know. Maybe if there was like, I don't know, maybe a pandemic of some sort and we needed to like isolate everyone into certain areas, then you would do that. But luckily we haven't had that happen, so that doesn't really need to be part of the conversation. But, But yeah, there's just many layers underneath this airport and people that work there say like, yeah, we go to layer six. It's just like a bunch of food and fun stuff. There's really no shenanigans going on. So, I don't, like, it sounds ominous, but, mm-hmm. like, am I supposed to believe that every single person working at the airport is a fucking government shill? I'm not going to lean, like, mm-hmm. to that extreme either. So, it has, It it's it's similar to the Georgia Guidestones, where there is there's a lot here. If you're into conspiracies, there's a lot of things where you could, like, connect a bunch of dots and paint a whole picture. And it mm-hmm. on its own, it makes sense. I just don't think there's enough substance actually in those dots to justify connecting them.
0: Right. And you bring up a good point about how contractors were constantly being fired and new ones were bringing on, being brought on, because that's kind of how this, I don't know, three-letter organizations, that's how three-letter organizations do it when they're doing like classified projects, is that. If you have the clearance to work on something that's like super classified, then you only do a small part of it and then you're, and then you stop working on it forever and someone else picks up where you left off and like, that's it. And everything is obviously on a need to know basis. So for the contract workers to be going through a similar, you know, employment process where, you know, these contract workers only build one layer or half of a layer and then another contract uh company works on another nobody has the full picture only the denver airport does
1: yeah
0: yeah um oh go ahead i was just gonna say that i've seen a lot of youtube videos uh journalists you know whoever wants to investigate this airport they've been allowed to go down into these tunnels but they've only been allowed to go down so far and on top of that that's not really enough for a lot of people because a lot of conspiracy theories are about pondering what's beyond the wall right
1: giants and Wild Lakes. yeah
0: giants <laughs> goblins but when these so the conspiracy starts above the ground well what's under what's what's in the, what's in the underground tunnels well when someone finally does go down there and starts reporting what's down there and they just find it's a bunch of Transportation tunnels and luggage transportation, the walls of the conspiracy move further. They go, okay, well, there's probably some false walls, or, you know, they weren't allowed into the actual dangerous parts. And it's like, when is it enough for some of these people to just accept that maybe there's a possibility that nothing is going on? And I know that that's, you know, you say nothing's going on, and then they go. You're full of shit, and you're a fed, and you're you're dago. just you're a debunker and all that. And it's like, yeah, I mean, sure, but I really have better things to think about than what's behind that door at an airport that's like five states away from me.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, f- first of all, this is a slur-free zone, so I mean, your co-host is at, at least half Italian, so cool. Okay, anti semitic remarks. You said dago.
0: What? Yeah. What does that mean?
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna replay it for <laughs> for anyone. In slow listening.
0: motion. <laughs> Dago.
1: Cancel Connor. Cancel Connor. Cancel, Con- Cancel Dago. Connor. Is first of all, it's not your word. First of all, it's our word. Dago is a slur for Italians. I think specifically New York Italians, which I am, and I'm just I'm I'm shocked and. Kind of shaking right now, but
0: yeah, I fucked you up.
1: It's all right. I'm just gonna look at Lucifer some more. So
0: <laughs> nice. he'll protect you. He will.
1: <laughs> so he definitely could. So like, I definitely like. A- as always, you're very consistent. I I feel like your perspective is the healthier perspective, considering the circumstances. I'm I'm very like. The th- the thing when it comes to Den- uh, Denver International Airport, because we're going to talk about the crazy artwork, because I think the artwork is actually the craziest thing in this whole fucking airport, but, like, all this stuff that drives conspiracy people crazy, like, I'm on board with them. I'm like, oh, that is fucked up. Wow. Okay. Like, give me more. But there's nothing beyond this, like, surface level, hey, doesn't that look weird type stuff <laughs> or... Hey, these subcontractors got fired. Isn't that suspicious? I'm like, yeah, that does look weird. Yeah, that is suspicious. I like, give me some like firsthand accounts. Give me some people that work there and left and have all this like insider information. And there's, there's none of like that stuff. It's just what we're seeing on, on the outside and then filling in the gaps with speculation. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's a bunch of fucked up stuff going on at the airport, but I'm not going to say that I fully believe that it's happening because they have lizard people artwork on the walls and they have a blue horse with like a big cock and balls with like red eyes. Like it's, it's enough to get it going and then there's not enough substance. It's a lot, it's almost a lot like flat earth. The problem is when you really look in flat earth, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. But if if you don't really look into flat Earth, there's a lot of like good initial questions. Like, why am I able to see this boat after it's gone over the horizon line? And why does NASA clearly fucking Photoshop and edit their own videos? Like, clearly, like, I fully believe NASA will have people, quote unquote, in space, but they're actually, like, on wires, because you actually have... There's videos, I have them, where they, like, pull a wire, and, like, the guy floating floats as if (laughs) his wire just got yanked on, but there's no wire there, and I don't, like, I don't know why NASA's doing that, but I don't believe it's because the Earth is flat. I think maybe it's a... It could even just be a budget thing, We're like, look, it costs us a lot of money to put you in space. We don't really have the budget, so we're going to put you on some wires, and we're going to put on a show. I think it's more of a capitalism thing than that, but... I, like, I mm. like where they're going, and then they don't give me enough, and then they've made a declarative decision based off of surface-level observations and filling in the gap with their own narrative that I believe in. I believe in Beyond the Pale Horse. I believe in Agenda 21. I believe in a lot of crazy things, but I'm not going to then insert that into everything. You need to, like, give me mm-hmm. more. So, I, like, I don't know what... I don't, like, here's the... <laughs> It actually this reminds me of something. Uh, someone, his name is Bill. He goes to these meetups, these like uh, extracurricular classes. I Nailed the word. That I do with my healer. He's a guy that knew my healer in college, so you know he knows my healer pretty well. And I forgot what we were talking about, but he was he mentioned the scene from Billy Matt, uh, not Billy Madison. Um, Big Daddy, with Adam Sandler. Have you ever seen that? No. So there's a there's a scene where he gets into some argument with some like goth looking kid and the guy's just being a real dick to him and then as the kids walking away adam sandler it's a great movie it's it's back when he was uh really good he goes
0: you're mad at your dad mad at me i forgive you
1: <laughs> and i really feel like that happens with a lot of conspiracy people where it's like you're not mad at denver international airport you're mad at like things that happen probably like in a, a combination of things like like uh like a melting pot, probably some stuff with like authority figures or your parents or being, uh, uh, uh what's, what's the word? Like disillusioned with the government, right? Like you've just had mm-hmm. your trust crumble around you with the world that you thought existed. And now you're taking that moment. And like you're saying, like you're just filling in the gaps with like Freemasonry. Like you've seen all these videos. So you're just deciding like, Oh my God, all they do is just kill all the neighborhood cats all day. It's like no, did not not even if that is happening it's fucking like less than 1% of all freemasons I'm sure. You're just filling in the gaps with your own uh previous experience instead of taking a a neutral position and mm-hmm. seeing like what comes in on both sides of the fence. Like you've already you've already decided they're guilty and now you're looking for evidence to prove it. And again, like I said before, to be fair, they they, they have an ad. <laughs> With the laser eyes saying, oh, maybe we're preparing for the end of the world. So I could see why a person who already thinks they're up to some fuck shit and believes in, what is it, they have to tell us to uh, ask for Mm -hmm. permission, basically, how that would also fall into that logic, and they're just seething, coping.
0: (laughs) Yeah, while everyone else is just having fun and, like, letting go of it. Because it feels really good to be able to let go of these Uh, conspiracy theories that like really grasp you and control you and when you let go of it you kind of start to see things in a new light like you start to see the denver airport not as like some dangerous incredibly you know threatening building towards you because you're not an elite but instead just like a building full of human beings who are just trying to do their airport jobs and they see they see everything that everyone's saying because they're human mm-hmm. and they're actually taking it in stride and you it once you let go of the conspiracy theory you get to be with them you get to share in that like conscious space where it's like oh f- yeah it's it's just silly but that's what they want you to think the new world order wants you to think that they're silly and then you go right back into it
1: yeah and that now you're eating your high fructose corn syrup like a good little slave you got, yeah, you, you exactly. Got 20th booster and you're just slurping down that diet Coca-Cola. So, here here's an example too. I'm not I'm not trying to knock all of my fellow crazy conspiracy people cuz look, like, you know, guys, I'm with you on a lot of things, but you got like you got to give me more, okay? I the reason why Project Blue Beam is something I can fuck with is cuz there's a lot of people that claim to be on the inside that have a lot of specific things that track in its own logic you know so i need some of that so Mm -hmm. i have a bit of illuminati imagery in my artwork and in this world that i'm building with my web 3 project i have a triangle tattoo on my arm i am going to be using the number 33 and a lot of things that i'm building because i think it's a great angelic number i live in a town with a freemason building I think, less than 10 blocks away from my apartment. I have a healer whose last name is Rothschild, and I go to a mystery school where I am not allowed to discuss a lot of the things I'm being taught, and it's specifically a non-dual Kabbalah mystery school, Kabbalah being Jewish mysticism. You can take all of that and spin a narrative that I am... Either some type of Illuminati shill or I'm being brainwashed, MK ultraed, and handled by, mm-hmm. you know, the cabal with all these things and to steer clear of me. You could do that. I've had
0: yeah, people. Yeah, the do only it. thing that you're missing is that you're just not like an elite or like a political figure or yeah. like super rich or something. Yeah, well. That's like the
1: one piece. I actually come from my dad's side of the family is pretty wealthy in italy but i am not they don't talk to me (laughs) but um yeah that's why like the handler perspective would make sense of like oh he's clearly being like you know puppet stringed by like his like i've had people say your healer is a goddamn Rothschild and i'm looking at your artwork now like what do i look like a fool and i'm just like it's funny to me like guys like i play street fighter what are you talking about but like i I am i am free of all all you know
0: malice i play street fighter dude guys
1: i'm a jury main like fucking like hand to hand foot to foot like all day every day jury han simp for life what are you <laughs> I play Street Fighter Four. I don't play Five because I'm not a fool. Okay, I'm an I'm a Street Fighter Four OG arcade edition what type of Illuminati stuff are you talking about. Oh my God, Jury has a mechanical eye that gives her like key superpowers, so she's
0: that's the Illuminati.
1: She's one-eyed. Oh my God, <laughs> maybe I am. Maybe I am like a sleeper agent and I'm just waking up to it slowly.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my God, Connor, are you one of my handlers? No. Okay. Well, thank you. I feel I feel so safe when I'm around you.
0: Sorry, my programming almost just like, you know, went haywire there, but I'm good now. So let's talk about, did you look at the artwork in the building? I did. And I also looked at the artist who did it. Mm, okay. Tell us about it. Uh, his name is Leo Tenguma. Probably okay. not pronouncing that right, but that's phonetically how it's said. So if you want to look him up, just try and dissect that um and if for any listener who doesn't know what we're talking about about the murals in the denver airport they're they could basically be summed up as like a bunch of children from a bunch of different nationalities um like and there's like a war machine and like soldiers and they're like cutting people down and there's like dead people and it's just like at first sight, it's very abrasive um, it's, and provocative.
1: It's, yeah, it's very jarring if you're going to visit family for the holidays, I gotta say.
0: Right. It's something that you would you really wouldn't see in an airport. It's like something that you would see in a museum or, or an art gallery, somewhere where you would genuinely want to look at art. But people pass this thing, like, all the time without intentionally wanting to go and interpret art. And so it is abrasive but this 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 artist uh leo tanguma um has has said yeah shout out to this guy he has said that human liberation from ignorance violence brutality war and poverty are the motivations behind these murals and when you look if you look at them and you can google images of them the one thing that I can tell is like true about them or th- or I can at least give them credit to those motivations is that there's no government bodies on the good side. The only government figures depicted in these paintings are the soldiers and the soldiers are very drab, you know, gray scaled. They got swords and weapons and they're obviously bad. They're like killing doves, right? Which are I, I'm sure I don't need to explicitly state this, but symbolize peace and love. And, you know, ch- you know, child- the children are terrified of him. And in another mural, there all of the children come together and they're all carrying their own flag, not one flag to, you know, encapsulate them all, but they all are unified individually, you know, with their own cultures and language. And peace is written everywhere in all of their native languages, not just one unifying language. And the soldier is like broken beneath them and the doves are resting above them, kind of symbolizing that like love and peace has overcome violence and brutality and war.
1: Yeah, they they fucked up his KD spread.
0: Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> when when you look at it from that perspective, you're like, oh these are awesome murals, right? But if you just, if you're just walking past them, and you're like, huh, those are crazy. And there's like dead people. And like, there's like a soldier, like, I need to look this up. You look it up, a conspiracy theory is going to pop up. And it's going to say, this is, you know, some sort of evil thing. And even the 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 painter Leo Tanguma has talked about them. And they're like, he's like, it sucks. He's like, obviously i'm not quoting him because he's a, he's a lot more you know gracious than the <laughs> this, way that i'm talking but this sucks, this sucks, man. sucks bro <laughs> but, he, but he was like he's like he was like it just it stinks that they're not you know they're not seeing it from the way that he's seeing it which obviously no piece of art is interpreted the same way that the artist you know expresses it mm-hmm. but in the in in the way that it's so it's so twisted from its original message of like peace and love and conquering evil and you know no segregation no discrimination has turned into like all of you know all of this unity is bad because it represents this new world order that'll take advantage of us when there's there's no unifying banner or flag there's no unifying flag everyone is like of their own nationality there's no eugenics everyone's free but the art is triggering these insecurities and fears within these people and they're just going to continue to express that i guess continue the conspiracy
1: yeah so especially after covid you can and like even with the riots that are happening right now because of inflation and food shortages the depiction does make more sense more and more so the guy's wearing like a gas mask in the thing and not to bring it back to ass stuff but he's clearly stabbing the dove in the ass and i'm not like even joking like he's literally his sword is going into the dove's ass so it's, <laughs> it's it's again it's pretty provocative and a, a bit disturbing and when all the children are together like like this building is burning in the background unless i'm remembering that incorrectly i do remember there's like burning buildings that's either in the first one or when everything's like peace and stuff so you can interpret it as the collapse of society and like the fake awakening you know the hijacked awakening type of stuff
0: the the burning um the burning buildings that you're referring to i think you're I think you're talking about the um burning trees oh, those trees there's a yes there's a there's a forest behind, and there's a bunch of animals that are you know there's there's a dead leopard beneath the kids and they're like obviously dis uh distressed and there's a bunch of kids that are like encapsulating animals in like these cool energetic holographic like squares and there's and this is also the mural that has uh dead bodies in it which like there's like a dead christian a dead native american and i can't tell what the other one is but yeah it's it's uh it's supposed to represent like environmental dangers and like how uh the brutality of man isn't only just directed towards man itself but also towards the environment and animals
1: and stuff right so that goes to yeah i found it all uh, thank you for the clarification so that goes back to the Georgia Guidestone stuff where are they going to use okay yeah it like huh so that are they going to use that logic of we' a we're a plague on the planet to justify mm-hmm. taking our rights away and all these different like uh no I I don't think they would ever like do mass sterilizations and get people on board with it i think that's a step too far but i they would just put it in the coke i would just uh and i would just drink it up that's free birth control thank you (laughs) so i could see like oh like you know oops all (laughs) all berries like captain crunch like oops all sterilizations this thing made it so you can't have kids but we're overpopulated and we're about to burn to death because of global warming, anyways. So blessing in disguise. I could see if that narrative got pumped on the TV, fucking twenty four seven for a few months, people would mm-hmm. start to say that. Like, I, I, hundred and ten percent believe that. I've already watched it happen with like COVID and everything. So
0: here's what I don't understand about the sterilization part is that you don't really need to ster you don't need to sterilize an entire nation or a population um to lower the to lower the population you just have to make sure that the birth rate is lower than the death rate and that's all it is like contraception and you know chastity or uh celibacy are things that are already practiced but and and arguably people want more of it you know like there's a lot of people who want uh birth control to be you know like a like a a free thing that could be offered through um like the government. You can get it through insurance, but you know, insurance is, insurance is like taxation and taxation is like theft in my opinion, but um yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but why 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 I said this was because um oh, because you reminded me that a lot of the environmental um things that are going on in the world are not really our responsibility like yeah it's our responsibility to make sure that we're not doing the things within our power to hurt the environment we should be doing everything that we can but not buying straws isn't stopping corporations from setting the ocean on fire and perpetuating dangerous energy policies like that's bullshit like the children in these murals it's not their responsibility like they didn't start the fires, they aren't killing the
1: animals, <laughs> we they didn't aren't start the fire,
0: yeah, you know i I said it and I was like <laughs> it came right into my head, um but you get what I mean, right? it's like it's yeah. not it's not them, it's the corporations absolutely but there's 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 no way anyone's going to call out corporations because they could just they they could just disappear,
1: you know, yeah. What's a what's a corporation if you like uh, J P Morgan and Chase? It's just Chase now. Exactly. Yeah. So the reason why, if you wanted to make the argument of like why sterilization on a mass level, my argument would be I don't like fully believe this, but I'm I'm open to this argument that uh, more souls are incarnating on this planet right now. That's why the population is growing. Is because we're going through a mass awakening, and it doesn't happen very often. Like. It, in the universe, like compared to like where what we're going through from like our uh, like pre Christ uh, pre Christ consciousness state of being, and eventually we're gonna when people are talking about the kali yuga, and going from like three D to five D, they're I believe they're talking about uh, mass sh- like not mass all at once, uh, even though that'd be cool. It's like we're going through pockets of people having a Christ consciousness awakening. And that's why all these souls want to incarnate here because, like, that's so cool. So, Mm -hmm. uh, but it would stop their agenda. It would stop their agenda. They're aware that this Kali Yuga and this mass awakening is happening. So, sterilize and control and lower the vibration and do everything in your power to prevent this from happening because we're running out of time, boys and girls. So, that would be the argument to that. I don't know. Can I ask you something? yes so
0: i'm kind of in i i i i can believe that right and like i don't have a lot of experience with or not a lot of experience but not a lot of research done on kali yugas but i get the general picture um do you think that with this these sterilizations and just overall these general attempts to stop more christ consciousness incarnates do you think that it's going to just create more conflict and will eventually lead to, like, a really violent turn of the yuga? Or do you think that it's possible that these people who are in charge of the world right now, do you think it's possible that they could break the cycle and, like, and kind of stop the cycle from repeating and just perpetuate this yuga for as long as they want?
1: So, I'm definitely fucking no expert, and I do... I do I not flip-flop, but I do bounce back and forth between two perspectives of either yes or no. I can go into both, you know, what more detail. I one perspective I have is any attempt they do to stop this mass awakening is completely fine because it's not it's not about what they're doing and what we're doing. You know, that's that's our human brain like we we see the visual external stimuli we take it in and then we have to make sense of it all that's how we receive everything i'm starting to see just my own life and just reality in a way where it's like actually it's different it's there's something hap- there's already something internal here and then because of that internal thing the external action is taking place So it's not about like playing whack-a-mole where like they're doing bad and then we have to do so much good it like, you know, pushes down and gets rid of the bad. It's more there's some unhealed part of our collective consciousness and we're going through a a collective dark night of the soul. So those unhealed aspects of us and our darkness is bubbling up to the surface for the collective to see. And it just makes sense that that darkness is going to, it's not going to come through like you and me nearly as much as it's going to come through people that are like, you know, very, very dark. So they're going to be the Mm -hmm. ones that it like channels through them and then they act out in a certain way. And yeah, you're, you definitely shouldn't condone it. But at the same point, it's like when I do something, right, let's say I just eat a bunch of junk food or if I smoke weed. I haven't smoked weed in a while, but this happens now. Or when I do it, instead of going like, oh, why am I such a fuck up? My perspective is becoming more and more, wow, I must be in a lot of a pain right now to be running back to this. And it's, it's no longer mm-hmm. about the action. It's about what's going on inside that I'm not aware of that's causing the action to take place. So to me, them doing whatever new trick, it's just part of the purging and the, the uh, alchemy that we're going through and it's just all part of the process. You know, five five stages of denial, part of it's or or grief, five uh, five stages of grief. You know, part of it is anger, part of it's denial and all these different things are and it's it's just what happens. And mm-hmm. as long as we don't nuke ourselves, I believe <laughs> we'll get through it pretty okay. Now, on the other hand, part of me also believes that maybe if enough people don't wake up, we're, I don't know what happens, but that's not good. It's its not as nuanced and detailed as the first thing I said, but sometimes I wonder, like, at the end of the day, we do have free will, though, and, like, yeah, Kali is great and all that, and I do believe in it, but what if, Marvel's what if, what if people just decided, like, no, nah, I don't want to wake up. I'm okay that there's a there's a shadow government. I just want to have my safety and have my rations and my my social credit be up, and I'm okay with it. What if what if over half the population just decided that? What happens? I guess I guess the new world order would have
0: half of the resources for their new endeavors. But we also have to think that these people that kind of choose to not face, you know the sh- the shadow aspect of themselves still going to be there regardless of how many uh, Coca Cola sponsored rations they ingest. Um, they're they're you know taking taking on a higher spiritual perspective that it's going to just continue for eternity until they're willing to accept it. How that would play out in this physical space, I don't know. Like like we just talked about with the yugas repeating, if these If these people were able to just perpetuate this this um, cycle as it stands right now then these people would just continuously be presented with opportunities to better themselves and change um, the world around them through you know their newfound state of being and if they if they don't want to they you know they're always given another chance
1: yeah i I do, part of me does feel like, and maybe these two things I said aren't even, like, mutually exclusive. Maybe they're both completely on the table together. Maybe when we go through these cycles, sometimes we have a mass awakening. And then other times, for whatever reason, we just, we we don't, like, we do. But just a lot of people just, for whatever reason, aren't, like, with it. And we try again next time. And maybe that's not even, like, a big deal. Maybe to, like, mm. our egos and our human perspective, like, no, but we have to have the mass awakenings. This way we win. And then, like, you know, I, then I get the girl at the end. And, like, we kiss by the beach. <laughs> and it's it's amazing. It's like, nah, I mean, you just do it again in the next cycle. It's If it's happening in cycles, then it, I, there is no end. It's just a spiral. So win or lose you're gonna start again at level one my guy you just you're gonna you, you're you gonna what is it new game plus that's all
0: yeah except with with none of your
1: gear just just my fucking my decked out pistol with, with a laser sight and an extended <laughs> clip god i used to always yeah, do um, that in call, uh, call of duty
0: imagine if it was like call of duty where like when if you get reincarnated you like prestige and you get to keep like one weapon and so when you come out of the when you come out of the womb in the doctor's office the doctor's office in the in the doctor in the hospital yeah you come you come out with like a fucking like a pistol and you're
1: like <laughs> i'm i'm fucking ready to go mom i got the fucking skull crosshairs do you understand how I absolutely the, cool i am i got the uh i got the uav drone doctor starts slapping you're like stop spawn killing me oh my god
0: stop spawn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah so i think i think they're definitely putting in an effort but i just kind of like i don't know i i'm nowhere near as obsessed about there has to be a mass awakening as much as i am like i'm not obsessed at this but i definitely care more about just like can't we all just treat each other decently on the way to wherever we're going regardless wherever we end up like can we just stop can we just stop bickering and getting shitty with one another because like oh he's black or oh he's white or or you, you know i'm trans or no you're not it's just like that's exhausting to me at this point point. and mm-hmm. i definitely as much as i like to ironically joke about how much of a conservative i am anyone that actually knows me knows that if if like, to, to take the, the mask off, if you're actually, like, if you're, obses- if you're obsessed with what women are doing with their bodies or what people transitioning are doing with their bodies or, like, what skin color your neighbor is, I think you're a little behind the curve in where we're going. And I, you are my least favorite type of person. And I wish more people could just not give a shit about what other people are doing in their personal lives. So this way we can mm-hmm. focus on things that actually matter. I think that's way more important than whether or not the Illuminati is going to win.
0: Right, But life's just not that exciting. If I'm
1: not constantly
0: being threatened by this
1: (laughs) shadow government. I get a really nice adrenaline rush whenever I remember that I'm in a Jason Bourne movie. And I have to take out (laughs) these interdimensional beings. Yeah,
0: it's just like, I don't know, I wake up in the morning and it's like, man, it's just a normal day. And this shit's kind of boring. But then I remember I'm being gang stalked. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck yeah. This is like
1: hide and seek. <laughs> no, I, I will say I do believe people are gang stalked. And I do believe I'm a, I'm a person that interacts with, you know, light beings and dark beings. So I definitely get, to a certain degree, like those people's perspective. But I, is it like healthy to, like, as someone, how do I put this? Some of the like best feeling moments I have in my life are when I realize the universe is not out to get me. I'm just getting in my own way. And that's the only thing that's happening right now. And that is the only reason why I'm feeling this intense level of pain and anxiety. Like I was getting so anxious these past two weeks. I, my left eyelid was twitching all day, not like constantly nonstop, but mm, like it felt like every minute or two, my left eyelid would start twitching. And once I it was a combination, I actually started buying protein powder again because I realized I can't keep living off of peanut butter. So I did that. And I, because of like logo synthesis and seeing where I'm getting in my own way, I realized that I'm, I have such an unhealthy relationship with my investments where I buy and I hold and I don't sell, which, yeah, it's making me a bunch of money. But is it because I'm actually not utilizing any of my gains and I'm fucking not getting like properly nourished. And instead I should be treating my investments like a banking, uh, like a savings account where like I'm going to work as hard as I can so I don't have to touch my investments. But every now and then I might need to like, you know, take a little bit out, pick at it, to like cover a little bit of rent or buy a little bit of food or whatever and like I did the math and I'm like oh at most anytime that happens I'm I'm taking out like 2 or 3% of my investment and I could just put that back in a few days later when I get paid for this or I get paid for that so in the grand scheme of things it's really only like I'm taking out 1% if you zoom out the lens and I just realized like why the fuck am I driving myself crazy trying to never touch it when... Like, yeah, I'm maximizing my gains, but I'm not maximizing my health. and I'm not maximizing my mental state. And how is that not as important to me as my money? Like, what is the point of all this? If I'm malnourished, my fucking eyelid is twitching all day. And I'm, I'm in a constant state of anxiety because I need this shit to skyrocket so I can take most of it out and finally be rich. And like, I had that awakening yesterday while doing deliveries of like, oh, I'm kind of being a jackass and it's my state of discomfort is my fault. All of that that I just said can relate to people that are obsessed about the Illuminati and, like, what if I'm being gang-stalked and, like, all this different stuff where you need to, like, check yourself and see what webs you've woven around your own mental state and see how you're fucking your shit up.
0: Yeah, and conspiracies like this and gang-stalking and other things, they pluck a lot of strings. Like, so much that, like, your entire head starts shaking. it it, for some people it just it um it's kind of like their whole life and i don't know if a lot of the things that i've um witnessed are like uh are are like uh schizo posting or whatever Mm -hmm. but i do believe that a lot of people that i've encountered on the internet like genuinely believe because they'll they will violently verbally attack like anyone who's like trying to give them help or like trying to empathize with them or trying to you know Just connect with them in any way. Yeah. Anyone who's locked in this um, state of mind is... It's it's really they got to do the work to let go of the things.
1: Like I said before, you you either let go or you you get dragged. Yeah. And that's why Logosynthesis is so amazing. I can't wait to talk about it next episode because Logosynthesis is the internal reset that lets you take the whole picture in again.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited for
1: that episode. Oh, it's gonna be great! I because like I look, I the the gang stalking episode that I did before you became my co-host is still our our best episode. Like uh, shout out the the cult DAO and Revolt community because that that episode got retweeted by the official Revolt Twitter page and it blew up and it was really cool to see. So that's like our second best episode now, but to this day, the gang stalking one has the most listens and I've had people reach out to me saying that they've been like gang stalked and all this different stuff and some people show me and it's like very on point and it's like oh well yeah there's something I don't like I don't know if you're being gang stalked but this stuff you're showing me it looks like someone's fucking with you it could be random I don't know but like mm-hmm. you know and then other people is what you're talking about where it's like Mm, kind of mcdonald's cashier yeah that type of stuff so i i actually know someone in my personal life now who is being gang stalked and she's shown me evidence and it's really fucked up and i already believed it was real before that and that just showed me like yeah this is a thing and like i don't like i don't know how to articulate it because it's going to be offensive to people who are not being gang stalked but believe they are but just just say no offense you'll be fine so no offense (laughs) Followed by just a a tirade of the most offensive perspectives that I don't even have. I just want to say them now. So if you're unhinged about it, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're right. But if you are unhinged about it, you need to rehinge yourself and then evaluate. If you're unhinged while living in this world, me personally, I'm going to take everything you tell me with a grain of salt and you're taking in a more limited perspective of reality, so you're not doing yourself a favor. And if you're unhinged because of, you know, chemical imbalances in your brain, or just because it's like really this experience has fucked with you so much, it's it's hard to like reset. I totally get that. But that doesn't change the fact that you need to do some type of mental, internal, energetic reset. So this way you can reevaluate on a more leveled headed perspective. If you want people to really hear you out and see what you're seeing. And if you really want to take in all of the like the full picture, you you have to do that. And if you don't want to do that, then I, you'll, you'll just be isolated more and more going forward, which and if you're wrong, that's a tragedy, because it didn't have to happen. And if you're right, that's what they want. So it's like no one wins in that scenario. So if, if you're being gang stalked, Fucking rehinge yourself, rehinge yourself, get back on that hinge, baby.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think you know, we say that, but it's definitely easier said than done. And we are not uh professionals, we're both reiki healers, but you should probably go see someone who specializes in you know stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. And fucking who, who knows, maybe you you get you go see 1 and then you're like oh my god this person's a gang stalker and they're just relaying all this information to the CIA and it's like ah oh.
1: yeah that's that's why it's such a it's such a difficult thing but i mean this does again this whole perspective relates to the Denver International Airport because you could be like that guy that's like they're just they're just killing people in there like it's so it's the conspiracy of conspiracies and then you're going to bring it up to the family and then they're going to be like, oh, Jeremy, for the love of God, please don't. And you're going to isolate yourself. And that's why I just really feel like when it comes to this stuff, like it's very, look, like it's fun. I like listening to people talk about it because it's, it's very interesting. It's it's more interesting than most TV shows that are on and being produced these days. Not by StoryDAO though. StoryDAO is an amazing revolutionary new way to tell uh, creative media that includes everyone and will be produced on the blockchain more to come. But most creative stories these days are just propaganda and garbage. And then I see things like Denver International Airport and it's just it's a creative narrative. It make for a great movie and it's potentially real and happening in real life. So I enjoy consuming it, but mm-hmm. i I couldn't imagine being fucked up about it. And uh, that's yeah, you from couldn't a guy imagine not being
0: able to close the door because yeah. you and I are hinged. So we oh, so are hinged. able to look at the Denver. Yeah, bro, you're so fucking hinged. We're able to look at the Denver airport and open that door and look at what's on the other side and look at all of the funny colors and all the shapes and think, oh, wow, all of this is so interesting. And then. Whenever we discern that it's enough for us, mm-hmm. we can close the door. Yeah. But for people who struggle and are unhinged, they can't close the door.
1: Yeah, and I don't know why. I don't know why they can't close the door. I, I, I guess it's a, it's a combination of uh, mental state, uh, energetic, emotional state, trauma, and hobbies. Like It's easier for mm-hmm. me to stay sober when I'm working on creative stuff type of deal. So I wonder if it's easier to not be obsessed with conspiracies, if you just have the right environment that you can get lost and enjoy, you know, like doom scrolling, you know, if you don't have a lot going on, it's easy to just keep doom scrolling on your phone. So I don't know. I just, I, uh, I, I would hang out with the conspiracy community more if people talking about this stuff were more fun about it. But most people on like conspiracy forums and stuff that I, I've tried to... <laughs> build a connection with as big of a mistake that was they're just angry like flat earthers are some of the angriest people i've ever met and i don't know why <laughs> something that got me into
0: conspiracy theories which is dangerous but i'm thankful for because it brought you know those things into the light that i can take care of i'm dangerous. is that i i wanted <laughs> i just wanted to i want like you know at first i looked at them and i'm like oh these are cool and funny and interesting but i wanted something to believe in mm-hmm. i wa- i continued to look at conspiracy theories because i wanted to believe in just one of them and then i can just get lost in it and i can just i i never wanted to close that door right but i've dealt with that i didn't i didn't unscrew my door and fucking mail it off to somewhere else i i did my best to deal with it and i feel like i succeeded some people some people that's how they start some of these angry Flat Earthers, they they want something to believe in, and they find it, and then they just will not let it go. And dealing with the conspiracy theory itself isn't enough because that's not the 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 conspiracy theory isn't the reason why they're so unhinged. It's the reason why they're so involved in it, and that's why it's people like you and me and any other Joe or Joette on Reddit that can't just help these people out of it they need like genuine long-term health help sorry so if you're listening to this and you're and you know you are aware that your door is on the ground unhinged Mm -hmm. um (laughs) you know you can go to like anyone and you know it takes to like get into some professional help because if i didn't deal with like my stuff I would probably be I, w- I would be so off track, you know. I wouldn't have like my amazing girlfriend. I wouldn't have a roof over my head. Oh, thank you. I wouldn't, you know. Yeah, you're welcome, girlfriend. Um <laughs> and you know, I, I I I tell I tell people this a lot that I'm like so 100% um willing to just like be homeless because it's so much easier than just like dealing with the problems that are in my life but now that I've rehinged the door I'm like yeah no like of course I can I can live homeless but I'm not going to (laughs) because I would much rather enjoy the things in life that I actually like instead of letting them go for the sake of living an easy life
1: would you bring the door with you if you went homeless no oh my god (laughs) so most destructive answer So, but yeah, I, I think that's, that's a good note to end on. I, uh, look, I am working on so much cool stuff between StoryDao, my own uh, Web3 series, this docuseries I'm going to start working on with Melissa, the show I do with you, Living in the Question podcast, I do, you know, I produce for Sadie and Elena. It's just, it's, it's a lot of fun. And because of all these different things, I, I, I look at all these like different crazy like perspectives because I'm in so many different worlds, and as much as I enjoy that, I guess I like I don't let it stick to me, and that's that's gonna be like our consistent advice whenever we're talking about this far out there stuff, because like if you completely believe in the Denver International Airport conspiracy, and you've gotten like this far into the show and you're just so livid that we're kind of like knocking it not knocking it but you know what i mean mm-hmm. you would just you would do yourself such a big favor if you were able to believe in your thing but totally be okay with other people believing in the opposite thing like i promise that i really do because story its not a lot of spiritual people there it's it's a place for creatives so mm-hmm. am, am i gonna get all fucked up because not everyone there believes in reincarnation or new world order or like any of that stuff. Am I going to get fucked up when I'm uh, working with Sadie and Elena and they're not getting into crypto like me? Like, you know, like everyone is their own flavor and there's all these different perspectives. And I'm sure all of our perspectives are a little bit correct and a little bit wrong. And mm-hmm. when you're able to have that ebb and flow with life and existence you're gonna. You're not gonna get so attached to your perspective you have on the thing. The same way, like I had my perspective on my investments, and there's this thing that I'm learning called freedom through discipline, where I'm actually I'm living a, a more enjoyable, more dynamic life by being more disciplined with myself. And it might sound a little counterproductive because now I like I have I'm well, not have to, but I'm deciding to follow a more mature way of going about my day instead of doing whatever the hell I want at any moment. But by doing that, I'm giving myself opportunity to be more dynamic in the way I think and the way I feel and what I do in my future. So, like, that's the golden ticket there. Not this declassified document that's going to blow the lid off of this whole thing in two weeks, I promise, for real this time. And, like, these people that I believe in that... Uh, fucking run stuff in the background that's the thing they don't want you to know they don't want you to know that their stuff can get leaked and you can see it and still have a great day because mm-hmm. that's, that's real yeah, freedom make, right
0: there make it a great day or not the choice is yours
1: yeah and look we always <laughs> got Lucifer. we always got him okay those veins those thick veins especially now that we know how big he yep. really is yep He's always he's always gonna be there. Although he that's an idol. If
0: you want if you want the real if you really want the real Blucifer, you gotta look in the Colorado Mountains.
1: Right. Yeah, just take some peyote and go into the mountains. You'll find yes. the Bluecifer within you. Yeah, especially if you're unhinged, definitely take peyote. <laughs> A lot of it. Like, no, don't do that, please. <laughs> please don't DM me saying that you did it, please. <laughs> this is medical advice. <laughs> <laughs> oh man the amount of times i've had to say on twitter to people like this is not financial advice because like the things i talk about were because i like there's a possibility that someone's gonna fucking yellow all of their money into a really bad token and they may or may not reach out to me and tell me that i'm an asshole mm-hmm. nothing i say is financial advice please don't do things i'm doing i'm not an expert I am so not an expert. Oh, my God. Like, I can't emphasize that enough. I'm not an expert when it comes to crypto or gang stalking. If you want to reach out and have a conversation with me, that's great. I love talking to people. I really do. Clearly, I, I fucking have a podcast. I, I clearly like talking. Mm-hmm. But for the love of God, yeah. I'm not an expert.
0: You're not, you're not an expert in those things, but you are an expert in keeping it
1: real. So. Oh, 110,000%. I'm the realest of the real. I'm I'm okay, a fucking well, highlight I, reel of real.
0: I, I thought you were more real than that, because, I mean, any real person would know that you can only go up to 100%. But uh, I guess everyone's wrong sometimes, so that's okay.
1: Yeah. I'm not a healer, I'm a <laughs> reeler. Let's do plugs. All right.
0: <laughs> 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 okay. um, yeah, I guess I'll go first. My plugs are that if you want Reiki healing remotely or energy stuff, you can email me at my new email... Ooh. Um. Yeah, I know. It's pretty professional now. I got a brand going. You can email me at spirittonality at protonmail Whoa. And you, yeah. Whoa. Right. And from there, you can, you know, you can. We can talk about what you need. I'll give you my resources, and we can go from there. That's all. That's all I got.
1: What are you buying? What are you selling? What
0: you selling? chocolates
1: oh man remember when i said i i gotta work on trimming my plugs
0: (laughs) yeah have you you haven't pruned them at all
1: you've you've grown more i've grown (laughs) i've like i've been deleting channels out of the server because i edit a story DAO channel that explains what that is i was like uh so god i just keep i just i'm struggling from success right now How should I do this? Okay. I am working on my own Web3 project called Starfall. If you are a musician, an artist, someone that is familiar with crypto, if you're a voice actor, if you're a creative type at all, a writer, feel free to reach out to me if you'd like to work on the project with me, or if you're just interested in checking it out, if you're into Web3 or if you're just into creative stuff at all. It's a story about a spiritual awakening and a zombie apocalypse. It's it's very exciting. I'm very excited to work on it. You can either go to the Starfall server, which is linked in the description down below, or you can call me or text me at 201-284-9667. I'm also a producer at StoryDAO now. Um, I, I might link them in the description. I don't want to have too many links though, because then like it's just just a fuck fest of too much stuff. If you put too much, it's almost like you got nothing at that point. I'm gonna take all that out. <laughs> I have to be more professional <laughs> now. No, 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 I'm a fucking StoryDAO person. So, if you want to check out StoryDAO, uh, if you want to check out StoryDAO, I have a link in the description. I'll decide that later if that's actually true or not, and I'll take it out if it's not. So, StoryDAO, where I can't talk about any projects that we're currently working on, but if you're following their Twitter. If you're in server, if you're in my server, you'll be getting real-time updates as information is allowed to be released. It's amazing. I'm so goddamn excited to be a part of this. You have no idea. If you like the podcast, feel free to give us a five stars. Feel free to check out our Patreon. We have bonus content. If you're a tier three, you get an exclusive NFT that is only available to uh, tier three patrons. You can get the other two by... Being in our server and boosting it and by being active and leveling up to level 77 i'm also a reiki practitioner like connor uh though that is not my focus anymore if you want a session you could also go to me but i'm so busy so <laughs> that's just more and more becoming less of a thing that i do but i do do it if you're interested in that and oh, said do do ah
0: Oh god. Okay, we gotta redo the we gotta Fuck. redo the episode.
1: I actually was just about to say that. That's crazy. I was just about <laughs> to say that. <laughs> um, I think that's Connor. Is that everything I do? I also I used to do Twitch streaming. I'm still going to at some point, but I don't fucking have time for that. So that's that's everything, right? Yeah, it's pretty much everything other than pissing and shitting. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That is a good point.
0: Sorry. Now that you're now that you're a part of the DAO. Yeah, I can't. I can't say that. We gotta be professional.
1: Yeah. What if? What if my? What if one of my bosses is listening? It's like you know, I really like this Anthony Gallo. He's a real go getter, a real Charlie hustle, if you will, a real professional. And then they hear me talking about a giant blue horse's veiny ass for half the episode, mm-hmm. and then you closing us out with that. Then what, Connor? They would probably LOL. That would be cool. That'd yeah that would be
0: really cool that would be so cool i if if any dao uh or uh DAO for the lame for any <laughs> for any of those out there uh Casual. if you lol make sure to make sure to leave a comment letting us know that you lol at our at our episode here
1: yeah also if you didn't lol if you think i'm a fucking idiot and lame and boring go ahead and tell me i don't care do it
0: do yeah, it it's, it's not like I, I don't care i don't care any, i don't care anyways
1: Yeah, no, I'm not going to have an argument with you in my head for the next three weeks after reading it. (laughs) I'm not going to fucking decimate you with my facts and logic for the foreseeable future and project your personality onto other people that I meet that are similar to you and then dominate them while I'm screeching about how much of an alpha I am and feel like, wow, I just showed everyone that ever tried to put me down. I'm not going to do that. I don't do that. I didn't do that yesterday. You're going to do it tomorrow, too. (laughs) <laughs> it's my cat
0: <laughs> like
1: you can't control me I'll feed you when I want <laughs> has your cat been eating peanut butter as well she actually this little fuck I had like uh, like my peanut butter spoon like you know by me like in my bowl I was gonna Ooh. eat more and then she's licking it and then I got I another mean. one and then she put her ass on it I'm like on what the fuck are you doing right now i'm about to <laughs> fuck you up like i'm about to throw hands with you we're about to fucking just scrap. like you i don't do that with my spina <laughs> fire or my spoons i learned it from you dad i don't
0: know i don't know that cat that cat lives with you i i, I trust that cat i trust that cat to be open about your behavior more than you honestly
1: mm-hmm. yeah if she's like me why doesn't she fucking pay any bills then why doesn't she copy that behavior real selective oh, man, you know what checkmate atheist yeah checkmate autumn do you believe in god hopefully it's the amish god am i right or am i right do you believe in a supreme
0: being do you (laughs) hey do you play genshin impact
1: oh no (laughs) well that's the show (laughs) thank you for listening and thank you for watching
0: and thank you for seeing
1: yep uh, praise Blucifer. Thank you. Smoking marijuana, eating Cheetos, and masturbating do not constitute plans in my book. <laughs>